Good afternoon, I'm Al Cresta. This month, April 2022, would have marked Danny Lorian's 13th year confined to a wheelchair. But instead, for the past month or so, she's been strolling around Lansing, Michigan, as if those dozen difficult years had never happened. Uh, Danny Lorian and her husband, Doug, join us right now to talk about what in the world happened to make her walk again. Danny, Doug, good to have you with me. Thanks. Thank you. It's nice to be with you. Nice to be here. Well, let's, uh, which of the two of you wants to tell the story to begin with? Well, I will go ahead and start. Would you like us to start? Well, tell us about the onset of the illness. Um, well, it started back um, just about 13 years ago. 2009, I developed a um, disease called POTS, which stands for Postural Orthostatic Tachycardia Syndrome. And there's all different levels of um, that people can have the disease. In my case, when I would try to stand, I would be able to last about two seconds, and I would pass right out. Wow. Um, so I was in the wheelchair and in quite a few nursing homes, probably for the next 10 years, I would be in about seven or eight different facilities. And then in 2017, I um, had, I always had problems with pneumonias. Um, and they, I went to pneumonia, they had to intubate me again. Mm-hmm. And they weren't able to get the um, get me off of the ventilator at that point. So they went ahead and put the trach. So, oh, okay. Um, yep. After that, I was had the trach in all the time, and then in 2018, or, or after they put the trach in, I moved. Um, I had been living um, up northern Michigan, and I moved down south to be near my family. And I went to another facility, and I was there for about um, a year. And that's actually, Doug was my nurse at one point there. Oh, okay. Is that that how you met? Yes, that is how we met. Okay, very nice. And um, I had no idea at that point what was going to be, but I got sick after about a year, and went to the hospital where they determined I needed to be on a ventilator at night to help breathe, and I couldn't go back to the facility where Doug was at, so I had asked him to come visit me, and he came to visit, and that's when he came to visit again and again, and <laughs> that, that turned out to be what it is today, is an amazing marriage. And you, um, you were just, uh, had your marriage blessed uh, in the Catholic Church just last December, is that right? Yes, we did. Yeah, very good. Yep, December 19th. It was beautiful. So, yeah, and then um, in 2019, then, January, uh, Doug brought me home, and um, let's see, we got, then I ended up just the end of this past year, 2021, and be into the beginning of 2022, I needed the ventilator 24-7 because the cartilage in my trachea was gone, and it was collapsing. Oh. 
and um, they had one of those first, well, there were many miracles along the way, but one of them certainly was that um, I had been to Henry Ford Hospital in Detroit, and I was, they were getting ready to put an artificial stent into my trachea. Um, I had bron- uh, tracheobronchomalacia, and they were going to try to put this stent in to keep it open because I was unable to exhale. I could inhale but not exhale. And so fortunately, um, they were late calling to schedule the procedure, and so that afforded us the opportunity to go to a healing service at our um, parish, St. Mary's, in Lansing. Okay. And that's where it all happened. <laughs> well, tell, tell me a little bit about this. Um, had you been praying for healing in the past? In the past, I'd always done a lot of praying, but it was it was normally a desperate situation where I was tired of being in the chair, so I'd pray that I could it would be a little easier, or that I'd get yeah. a better chair that would wheel better. Or yeah. I I never until the night that this happened, I never just said just take it all from me. Yeah. I, it's um it we're going to get of course to the 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 the, the grand moment here but before right. we get there i i dug um I, it's just wonderful you were you were uh really a nurse to danny uh before your romance bloomed is that right that is correct so you knew from the start that uh, she had you know serious health issues Oh, definitely. I mean, we had, um, uh, you know, I had taken care of her, and I knew the extent of uh, her her issues, and that she had been unable to uh, stand up, you know, straight uh, without passing out um, for since two thousand nine, and um, that uh, she was starting to have. Uh, some other health issues there around no, uh, Halloween or November, October of um, 2018, mm-hmm. and um, she, uh, you know, but but she was always uh, very full of life. You know, she yeah. was actually for a period um, just before she got sick, she was uh, kind of volunteering to run the activities department as they were looking for somebody new to take it over so that activities could continue and the people could, you know, and she's just a very creative individual uh, who had definitely made the best of her life in the wheelchair. You know, she wasn't uh, sitting around moping about, Mm -hmm. oh, poor me. She was definitely living life to its fullest. And, um... When she did get sick uh, and went to the hospital, um, she she texted me and wanted me to come and visit. And um, so I, I did go up and see her. And um, over the course of uh, uh, one visit led to another, and um, it was at the ICU visit that she just 
was really kind of getting uh, a little depressed that her life was going to be those four rooms. Yeah. You know, I mean, those four walls. And um, she said she wasn't going to get, you know, back to uh, the life that she even had had before in the wheelchair mm. and living in nursing homes. You know, she was seeing that as, as much more free than um, where she was. And over the course of that hospitalization, I was able to cast a new vision Yeah. because um, she shared with me that she felt like she had been created from leftover parts, that she could see God reaching into different um, trunks and taking out parts from the bottom of the trunks oh. as if they were the last pieces and putting her together. Wow. And, um, that's a, that's a very just, vivid image. It is. And, yeah. and I just said to her uh, one day, I said, but did you ever see his face? And he and, asked me that without thinking, without hesitation, and he asked it knowing what the answer was. Yeah. yeah. Um, and, go ahead, please. And uh, and then I was going to say that she, she, you know, we continued to um, explore over the course of that hospitalization, and she couldn't come back to our facility because she did get put on a vent at night. And so she went on to another nursing home uh, in um, Howell, Michigan. And so I went over there and um, visited her regularly. And, you know, we started exploring with the respiratory therapist about how um, portable vents could be. You know, yeah. once people get on them, do they ever get off of them? Right. Or, you know, right. how free can their life be? And we found that they could be quite portable, you know, almost suitcase size. Yeah. And, you know, that you could, uh, you know, travel with them. And um, so we made a decision in January to um, have her, you know, leave the nursing home and um, come uh, live with me. Mm -hmm. And uh, that was not an adapt, you know, a, a um, ADA compliant house <laughs> that I was living in. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I mean, you know, it had a, it had a stoop. We didn't have a ramp yet, and it had, you know, um, nothing was necessarily cut for for a wheelchair. Yeah. So she would get in and out of it and could climb around and things, but she just couldn't. She, and she could do a pivot transfer without standing up all the way, okay. you know. Okay. Um, but she just didn't. She didn't walk. She'd just crawl. Um, and uh, we made the most of life. <laughs> yeah. You know. Well, I I don't want to I don't want to run out of time. We've got about three minutes sure. left, and so okay. let's get to uh, whose idea was it to attend the healing service? We had heard about it um, from friends at church just actually the week before it was happening, okay. and thought we would go to the parish mission, which was three nights. Um, we weren't sure we'd make it to Tuesday because we have something we've been doing every Tuesday for the last two years. And um, so at first we didn't, you know, we thought we'd go to the parts of it and not necessarily go to that. But through the course of going to it, mm -hmm. we basically realized we were going to attend the healing service as well. Very good. Danny, were you apprehensive? Um, I was apprehensive. I wasn't sure what to expect. Mm -hmm. um, I had never experienced anything like this. Um, and the, actually, the little bit that I thought I knew, it was it was a little um, 
crazy in my head. I, I didn't quite understand it. So, um, well, describe. We've got about two minutes. We've got about two okay. minutes. Describe what happened. Well, that day I had gone out with the youth from the, the church and to welcome people to come to the service that evening. We ran into a gentleman um, who was very, very nice, very kind man, and he said that he would be there. So that night we got to the the church. I was with my mom, and Doug was coming shortly thereafter from work. And we started to, um, we did a prayer, and then we started singing. And um, the music was beautiful. And I looked up, and the gentleman that we had invited was sitting um, just ahead of us and to the right in the pew. And I looked at him, and he was having so much fun, and he was enjoying the music so much that I just kind of turned the night over to him and I thought, you know, I had some hopes for that night, but I just thought the night was about him and I just started thinking of what it was that he needed and and tossing that around in my mind and the music continued and I remembered that Dr. Mary Healy, who was doing the healing service, mm-hmm. um, she she said that when you when you pray and you worship, put your hands up reach up to God as if he's your father, he's your dad, as a child, and you're asking him to pick you up and to hold you. And that's exactly what I did. I put my hands up, and I just asked him to hold me, to take care of me. And at that moment, there was nothing at all separating me and God. And he was right there to pick me up. He was right there. There was nothing of any doubt in my mind. It was the most comforting, comfortable feeling I ever had, and so natural. And I was just enthralled by that. And as I continued to sit there listening to the music, I felt as though water had come into both of my ears. And shortly after that, Dr. Healy had mentioned that she had thought that God was wanting someone's lungs to be reinflated. And I turned to my husband and I asked him, I said, should I take off the vent? And he kind of half said yes. And he, he looked back away and I slowly reached up and I slid the vent off of my tray. Wow. And I took a breath and I felt the air go in and come out. And another breath, by the fourth breath, I realized that I could breathe on my own. And my mom tried to comfort me because she didn't realize I had the vent off, and she saw me crying. And and then the next thing I knew, we're walking up to the front because they'd asked if anyone had an experience with healing to come up. And Doug stepped out of the pew ahead of me, and I was able to stand up, and he was trying to figure out how to work the chair. And <laughs> he, he says, what do you want to do? I said, we can just walk. And I took his hand, and we walked right up. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> now, have you been continued to walk since? I have. We have a in our in our city. We have the scooters that you can rent on the street and right. cruise around. And I cruise on the scooters, and I just bought a bike yesterday. <laughs> well, that's just <laughs> absolutely glorious to hear. Praise God. Uh, absolutely. I, uh, Mary is a, f- a friend, and uh, I'm always excited uh, to hear stories like this and, and see the fruit of her ministry. So um, thank you so She's much. She's an amazing woman. 
she, she taught me how to take things from my heart, my head, and put it into my heart. Amen. Amen. Well, listen, let me thank you so much as uh, we're out of time. Let's make sure we talk again, though, okay? Absolutely. Thank you. Thank you. Sounds good. Thank you. Thanks, Doug. Danny and Doug Lorian, again, a remarkable moment of healing uh, for Danny, and we'll have them back. We'll hear more of how things are going. I'm Al Cresta.